There's definitely nothing worse than having to go back and fix something that should have never been broken. Kind of like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> up everybody it's your boy d roy at roy dog underscore 13 that is r-o-y-d-a-w-g underscore one three on twitter how are we feeling on this monday morning um i know i'm feeling pretty shitty because i had, had to go back in through the spreadsheet correct an error of my own doing which is fine that it's happening now so and get it all corrected out for the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, very, very mediocre week, at least for me, in cash. Uh, overall, lost 27 bucks. That's out of the almost 200 that I put in. Uh, FanDuel's the one that killed me, based on the fact that when I had Lamar Jackson in there, and... Everybody knows how I usually play cash. You want to try to maximize as much of your salary as humanly possible, but I was finding such good value in the wide receiving. And at running back, God damn it, I put fucking Gurley in and took CMC out of my write-up, which was a big fucking mistake. I admit it. I admit it. He was one of the final cuts, but that's still no excuse. He should have been in there. I'll post a little bit more on why I did the cut. Whether you find it right or wrong uh, is up to you. But just, you know, trying to be transparent here on what I was looking at. Um, But FanDuel, I went up to Winston, which filled up more of my salary. So I didn't have like something like 1500 bucks or something that was like left over. And it was just way too much. And I didn't find anything in the wide receivers paying up that I really wanted. Uh, using Godwin and DJ Moore. And then I had also included uh, Deshaun Jackson in there. Um, I guess I could have paid up a little bit more for Evan Ingram there. But I was pretty much Hunter Henry across the board. Um, except when he went over to, say, DraftKings or and... Uh, Leave. Not looking at the spreadsheet because I'm in the car right now. 
think it was fantasy draft. He Evan Ingram was actually under Hunter Henry, so I saved a couple of bucks that way. Um, so I lost across the board on FanDuel, which pulled a lot of money out, and then kind of recouped all the rest of it with my DK, my Yahoo, and uh, Fantasy Draft, which I took in money and made up as much of the difference as I humanly possibly could. Um, so I took a minimal loss versus a really big loss on there. I'll go over my scores again tomorrow. We'll have a little bit longer podcast. I'll have everything all straightened out with the spreadsheets and stuff. Before then, um, on our way to week two. So we have the Monday Night Football Contest. We have two games. We have Houston at New Orleans. And then we have uh, Denver at Oakland. Needless to say, which game everybody's going to be focused on primarily, uh, which will be the earlier game. And that's definitely where you're going to want to probably just go ahead. Um, Just like we had talked about how everything's pretty chalky, um, you're going to want to eat a lot of chalk, and then there's a couple spots where you can get different and work off from there. Uh, quarterback, I'm definitely looking at Deshaun Watson. Uh, the offensive line is still bad, even with Laramie Tunsil coming in. Um, so he will be using his feet <clears throat> and throwing down the field as opposed to them trying to run the ball uh, straight up on New Orleans, who does have a very good rush defense. Um But more often than not, New Orleans still gives up a lot of yards and they end up getting into these kind of shootout games. But I do respect the New Orleans defense. So there's one of two ways that you can play the quarterback position. You can either go Deshaun Watson, who I love, or you could go uh, Drew Brees at home, which I'm not fully comfortable with. I'll be running three lineups out. I will have two with Watson and I will have one with Mr. Drew Brees. Running backs, you're, everybody's going to gravitate towards Elva Kamara. I think he is the fade, even though he is absolutely the best running back on the board. Um, but I will, take a, I will take a look at Duke Johnson in the passing game. Uh, you can't run on New Orleans, but you can certainly uh, throw passes to the running back and gain yardage that way. It's not my favorite play um, of all the running backs, but he's definitely somebody that you can use. Same idea uh, goes with not Josh Jacobs, um, but with Jalen Richard, as Oakland should be coming should be playing from behind against the Denver Broncos, and the Denver Broncos are the same idea. You can't run on them, but you certainly can uh, get receptions from your running back in the passing game, and Richard would definitely be the guy that I would target from there. Uh, also in play is Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I have a thought and an idea that instead of picking either or, that there's quite possibly you could actually go Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Now, if I'm going to pick one or the other, I'm going to stick with what I've said earlier this preseason, and I'm going to go with Royce Freeman. Um, But if you have feelings that you'd want to run Lindsey alone out of that backfield, I have no problem with it whatsoever. 
they should <clears throat> Denver should get ahead of Oakland in this game, and that was definitely one of the two guys that you would want, or at least think of. Wide receiver, uh, definitely looking at DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, everybody's going to – you may get a slight dip in ownership, but I doubt it too much against Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, Lattimore is a is a good cornerback, but when he gets – when he faces elites, he can sometimes get beat, uh, especially a guy against guys like DeAndre Hopkins who are above and beyond – uh, a lot of what the quote-unquote elite wide receivers are in this game. So uh, Michael Thomas uh, definitely in play for me uh, for New Orleans. If I'm looking at any other wide receivers from this game, I will be looking at Will Fuller. Uh, and there's quite, possi- quite possibly you may see Kenny Stills in this game. Uh he was listed as questionable coming into the weekend. I don't know if that has changed, um, but just kind of keep an eye on that. If he, if anything, you can just look up the NFL injury report, and it will have the updated uh, injuries for this for today. So I'm not too high on Kenny Stills. I'd rather use Will Fuller and just take the chalkier option, um, or just take Hopkins alone. Uh, as far as New Orleans side, mm, probably going to be a lot of Traquan Smith love, which means that I probably will roll to the old man in um, Ted again. And we'll take a look from there. Uh, Broncos side of the ball against the Raiders. Uh, Flacco actually has a really good matchup, but I'm just not going to go that route uh, since I'm going to go with the running backs. Uh, if you're going to look at any of the wide receivers from Denver, uh, you're going to probably take the chalk Emmanuel Sanders in there. Uh, as far as the Oakland side, uh, I really don't have any interest in any of these guys. It's bad matchups across the board. Probably the only guy that really has an okay matchup uh, is going to be Tyrell Williams. Um, so if you expect that, you know, Oakland's going to have to throw a lot, I don't mind having a share of Tyrell Williams in there. Um, he's just not one of my highest guys, but like I said, they're going to be playing from behind, so that definitely puts him in play. Um, another no, no, no. I don't have any other wide receivers. We're going to go straight to the tight ends. Uh, tight ends, I would probably lock in Jared Cook. Um, Drew Brees does like to look at his tight ends in the in the end zone. So if the, once they get down into the red zone, uh, he's definitely a, a, has a premium matchup against Houston Texans. Um, as we've attacked that religiously over the over the last couple of years. Uh, for the other side, uh, Noah Fant has a good matchup, um, but playing from ahead, I don't think they're going to really utilize Noah Fant. He hasn't really looked all that great in the preseason. He's been hurt. So that puts me on Darren Waller. Uh, Darren Waller would also probably be a bit cheaper, um, but he may end up being a chalkier option. So if you're looking, 
if you're looking at the Oakland Raiders, I wouldn't go all three, Jalen Richard, Tyrell Williams, and Darren Waller. I would just focus on two of them. Um, in that ma- in in that matchup, so you're going to have to pick and choose uh, which route you're going to want to go. Tyrell Williams will probably be the highest owned of all three, with Waller and then Richard uh, coming up from behind as people try to put in uh, shares of Josh Jackson, um, hoping that he's going to get volume in that matchup. Uh, but I just don't see it. Uh, go ahead and just eat the chalk at defense, and we're going to go Denver Broncos. I, there's, just, there's just no reason not to. Uh, Breeze doesn't really have a tendency of turning over the ball. Now, you could you could make the argument that maybe you want to have New Orleans defense in there, but I just think that there's going to be so high, so many points scored in there versus an Oakland uh, team that should come in at least a little bit kind of defeated after this whole Antonio Brown bullshit. Uh, going into the weekend, and that's going to sap a lot of uh, a lot of their their focus and energy. So, uh, a couple things that give you a heads up on as far as uh, player pickups this week for your seasonal teams. Uh, we do have Tyreek Hill, who's going to be out for a while uh, with a clavicle issue. Um, so, Sammy Watkins is out there. And it's quite possible that he is. Um, I'd be willing to put probably 20% of my budget out on him. And especially if you're the Tyreek Hill owner, you're gonna want to get a share of you're gonna want to get a share of Watkins. Um, just so you have that spot covered. Now you're not gonna drop Hill at all. But if you have a guy that you definitely know on the end of your bench that's not going to get picked up, that's where you're going to that's where you're going to put Watkins in. Same goes now for there's news coming out about Darius Geis that he's going to be out for multiple weeks. So the same can be said for Adrian Peterson. He's not he's not going to be a game breaker. But if you're hurting at running back, he's definitely an option in there. Now, whether or not anybody really is buying into Adrian Peterson at all is the real question. Now, we have another day to kind of see what happens with it. He had an MRI yesterday. The news hasn't come out. I'm expecting it to come out today on how long he's going to be out. So, as far as Adrian Peterson is concerned, he's not a priority pickup unless you're a guy's owner. Then you're going to have to do the 20% or probably you're going to probably have to put in about 25% on it. Now, it's going to be whether or not, like, if you're absolutely decimated at running back, you're going to put in 25%. Otherwise, I'm just going to probably sit somewhere around 15% of my fab budget uh, to spend on Adrian Peterson. You can work kind of the details out from there, whether or not you think 15 is enough in your league. Uh, Same goes for uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins will probably be a high-priority pickup in that office. But we do have another wide receiver that's going to be out there, and that's going to be Marquise Hollywood-Brown, who had the fantastic game this weekend for Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to go all in on, on him. I uh, do like the kid, and I've said it, and I've said it in my breakdown. 
uh, for seasonal that I liked a kid. Um, he had been hurt most of the preseason, um, so we didn't really get to get a huge look at him. Uh, but obviously you can see the talent on the field stands. Uh, it's very good. Now he was facing a, Miami, a, a shitty Miami Dolphins defense, which, you know, that's a fucking tire fire that everybody's trying to get traded out of now. And I don't know why as soon as they saw Tunsil and Kenny Stills getting moved that they just didn't go, uh, what about me, coach? Can I, can I get the fuck out of here too? Um, as far as Brown's concerned, I, I'd spent 10% of my fab money on him um, just to kind of have him and sit on my bench. I don't want him as somebody that I necessarily need to start every week. That would be the Sammy Watkins. Hollywood Brown, not so much. So I'd move him, I'd, I'd keep him down somewhere around 10%. You're probably going to have to go $11, $12 on him, you know, as people be like, oh, I'll just I'll put ten dollars on there. Well, I, I'll spend a dollar or two more and have them on my bench, and then you can't have them. So, um, <laughs> Nick Foles, Nick Foles, uh, broken collarbone. That's brutal. That sucks. It really sucks for the guy. He's a good guy. I like him. But uh, Gardner Minshew came in, six round pick out of. Uh, believe it was Washington State, if I remember correctly. Could have been Washington, too. Um, but uh, he came in and he filled in really, really well, which is surprising considering the fact of how low end of a pick he was. But he was he was showing stuff in the preseason. Now, this could have just all been, you know, Casey sitting back in more of a prevent because it was a six-round pick and they weren't too worried about it. Um, but Gardner Minshew should be picked up in all leagues uh, that are flat, are super flex or two QBs. And uh, you're probably going to have to pay a little bit more because he's a, he's a quarterback. But I'm not going to go above 15% because I don't know exactly what the hell we're seeing with him. Now, if Jacoby Brissett is still out there, uh, you're, you're, you're putting a probably about... 30 to 35 percent of your budget in the two QB uh, super flex. Uh, regular, you know, one QB league, you're not going to really put that much. You probably put like 10 percent down uh, just to secure them, maybe just to sit on them, uh, especially if you've got uh, Jameis Winston on your team. That'd be somebody that would want to have make sure that they had Jacoby Brissett just in case uh, Bruce Arians gets a bug in his ass and just says, fuck you, and you're out of here, Winston. Um, thing I want to talk about too with Winston now is yeah he failed he failed but it wasn't 100% his fault now he's always seemingly had a hard time recognizing defenses and takes a sweet ass time with the ball Um, but he had two touchdown passes to Cameron Braid on the same drive uh, call back due to penalty, which I think really that's the point where it really, really got in his head. Like they were, they were starting to have success and between that and OJ Howard 
uh, fumbling the football, which I told you, O.J. Howard is not going to be good, at least in this offense, and that's why I picked up Cameron Brate in my best ball leagues, because O.J. Howard sucks. You'll probably see Winston focus more on Cameron Brate, and then even if, like, say they get rid of Winston and just have uh, Blink Gabbard or uh, uh, Ryan Griffin come in, what you'll probably see is uh, more passes to the backup tight ends just because they're used to uh, practicing with them and so they're more comfortable throwing the ball to them. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of your little Monday roundup uh, as best as I can while I'm sitting in the car, but I feel really, really good about the about tonight's slate, I think we can hit it. Somebody can take this motherfucker down um, and recoup some money. Uh, I think we all can just recoup a little bit of our money uh, by playing this. And uh, like I said, fade Kamara. I understand. I love Alvin Kamara too. But if you want to make the winning play, that's where you're going to have to fade. Have a good rest of your Monday. And uh, I'll talk to you guys in the morning. Bye now.